Good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Bill. I'm here at uh, Solid Rock Bible Church. Uh, going to bring you uh, a message this morning. I've entitled that message, Having Peace with God. Uh, you know, I think there's a number of us, and we, we wonder sometimes why when we pray, it seems like to us that we're not getting through to God. Is God hearing us? Well, sometimes God's not hearing us. If we don't have peace with God, if we have not received Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior, God is not hearing our prayers. As a matter of fact, in the Bible it says our sins have turned his face away from us. In other words, God is not hearing us because of our sin. And uh, in order to have peace and the blessings of God upon our lives, our families' lives, we need to make sure that we have peace with God, that, that our sin is taken care of because God simply cannot look upon sin. He has to turn his face from it. And if we've got sin in our life that we have not repented of, if we have sin in our life because we've never accepted Jesus Christ, then, G then God himself is not hearing us and hearing our prayers, and he cannot bless us. But one of the first things I think that, that we all need to know is that God loves us, and he does have a plan for our life. Matter of fact, in Jeremiah 29, 11, it tells us, and this is, this is God, he says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, and to give you an expected end or to give you a hope in your life. God does love us, and he has a plan for our lives. And God saw a way to show us his love and to bring us into uh, a relationship with him where we could have peace with God and get his forgiveness. And I think y'all all, you, this is probably one of the most quoted verses in the Bible, but in John 3.16 it says, For God so loved the world, now the world is you, it's us, man, that he gave his only begotten son, which is Jesus Christ, that for whosoever would believe in him, should not perish. Should not perish simply means to be separated from God for all eternity, but to have eternal life in heaven with him. And like I said, Jesus has a plan for our life. He said in John 10.10, 10, he said, I came that you may have life and you may have it abundantly, or a complete full life with a purpose and an overflowing life. But see, God has a problem with man, and that problem is that man is sinful. And he is separated from God because of his sin. You know, every one of us, every single one of us, we've, we've said some bad things, we've done things, and we've done some bad things. And God calls this sin. And only... And God is a holy God, and he cannot look upon sin. Like I said a while ago, he will turn his face away from us. The Bible tells us in Romans 3.23 that all men, every one of us, have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
In other words, we have disappointed God in the way that we have lived, in the things that we have done, and the result of all sin is death. A separation from God and a lake of fire. You know, it, uh, it's sad that when God warns us and tells us how we can come to him, have sin removed, and have his blessings on our life, but we don't pay any attention to it. And look here in Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death. The cost of sin in our life is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Sin brings death, but God is such a gracious and loving God that he sent his son to take our place and to put our sin on his son. You know, there is good news for men. It's that God loves us. He loves us, his creation. And so God sent his son Jesus to die for our sins. Jesus died in our place so we could have a relationship with God forever. In Romans 5, 8, tells us now you know if you would think about this would you do this for someone well God loved you so much that he did it says that, that uh, God showed his love toward us and while we were still sinners Christ died for us while we were still in our sins we have never accepted Jesus Christ we have not we were in, a, in such a relationship with God that there was no relationship and he sent his son while we was in our deepest sins to die for those sins so that we could have eternal life and be saved and to be with him. But you know, it didn't end with Jesus' death on the cross. It didn't end there. It said Jesus rose from his grave and you know, Jesus still lives today. Matter of fact, the Bible says that he's sitting at the right hand of God in heaven, interceding for us. Those that have accepted Jesus Christ, he's interceding for us. When we pray, he takes that prayer and he presents it himself to the Father in heaven. He is sitting right beside God. He's sitting at the right hand of God. Listen here in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 and 4. He said, Christ died for our sins. He was buried, then he was raised on that third day according to scriptures. He died for our sins. He was in the grave for three days. But on that third day, he arose. Why? Did, why? God, God was simply showing us through his son, we can also have eternal life. That we will also rise from the grave. And Jesus' word tells us, you know, many people say, well, you mean, how do I get to Christ? Is, I mean, is Jesus the only way? And many preachers, and I hate to say it, say, well, I'm sure there's several other ways. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says there's one way. And here in John 14, 6, and this is Jesus speaking, and he is saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no one comes to the Father but through me. 
What he's saying is you cannot get to God the Father except you accept Jesus Christ as, his, as your Lord and as your Savior and believe in your heart that he is the Son of God. And Jesus is saying that you, this is what I'm saying. Jesus is saying you must accept me as your Lord and as your Savior to be saved from your sins. And those sins, like we said a while ago, will lead to eternal death. Eternal death is simply the lake of fire. And we see that in Revelations over there at the judgment seat of Christ. Not the judgment seat of Christ, but the great white throne judgment. That all those that will stand before that judgment seat and be judged, if your name is not written in that Lamb's book of life, you will be cast into the lake of fire. We have to be in God's book of life in order to have eternal life. And you know, the thing about it is many people think they can work their way into salvation. They think, oh, I can do good things. Oh, I'll help my neighbor. I'll mow his yard. I'll do this. I'll help him with things that he needs. I'll just help my neighborhood. I'll do good things, and then God will accept me. No. We cannot earn salvation. Good things, good works is good, but that does not save you. We are only saved by God's grace. And that grace comes when we have faith and believe in his son Jesus Christ. Until, you know, Jesus Christ, when he sent Jesus, Jesus is the only way, like we said a while ago, that we can come to the Father. We have to have faith and believe in him that he is God's son that God sent to save us from eternal death. I don't know, maybe some of you out there, maybe you haven't received Jesus. If you would like to, today would be a real good day to receive Jesus. And a lot of people, I, you know, I think the church has kind of gotten slack on explaining to people how you receive Jesus Christ. How are you saved? What do I have to do? All you have to do is believe and confess that you are a sinner, which you are, and believe that Christ died for your sins, and then ask him to forgive you of those sins. And you know, when you ask him, you have to ask him and mean it in your heart when you come to him. It's not just, well, I'll just go ask him, and then I'll be saved, and then i go on my life the way it was. No. You have to believe in your heart. It's something that you really, really know that you have to do, that you want to do. You want to change your life. And you say, you mean that's all there is to it? Well, look look at Romans 10, 9, and 10. This here is telling us exactly what we have to do to be saved. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and, and shall believe in your heart, Notice, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For it is with the heart that man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth's confession is made unto salvation. Many people say, well, you know, I really don't want to come down before the church or anything and confess my sins. You're not confessing your sins aloud to anybody. You're confessing them to God. You kneel at that altar. You confess it to God. Well, why do I have to confess something like this? Why? 
Jesus told us. He said, if you will not confess me before men on earth, then I will not confess you before the Father and the angels in heaven. Do you want God, do you want Jesus to confess you before the Father? If you want Jesus to confess you before the Father, then you're going to have to confess Jesus before man. Show that you are a believer, that your faith is in Jesus Christ. So we have to confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that he died and he rose that third day. And then when we do this, you really have to have that desire to turn away from your sin. This is simply what we call repentance. And when you do this and do it in your heart, do you realize you become a new person in Christ? You're not that old person you was. Matter of fact, here in 2 Corinthians 5.17, this is what it tells us. Therefore, if any man comes to Christ or accepts Christ as his Lord and Savior, he becomes a new creation. He becomes a new person. All the old things in your life have passed away. God has wiped your slate clean. And behold, all things now have become new. You're starting a brand new life, no sin in your life, and you're starting a brand new walk with Jesus Christ. All that old junk that you had in your life is now gone. It's disappeared. It's not held against you at all. Matter of fact, God says that I will cast your sins away from you as far as the east is from the west, and I'll never remember them again. God will never bring up your past sins to you again. Never. It's for God. They're through. You're through with them. They're gone. Jesus, see, Jesus knows who you are. He knows what you've done in the past. And you know the thing about it is he still loves you. Even though all the stuff that we've done, but when we confessed it and got rid of it, Jesus forgets it. And he knows what you did. He knows the words you've spoken. He knows everything that you've done. But he still loves you. See, what really matters to Jesus is the attitude of your heart and your faith in him. Your attitude and your faith in him. Have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Are you walking with Jesus? You know, this would be an awful good day to come to Christ. You know, we look at this world we're living in, right, and there's such a turmoil going on with, with the pandemic, with all the rioting and everything else going on. I think God's trying to get our attention, and I don't believe it's going to be that much longer before Jesus Christ himself comes back and takes his church out of here, and that's what we call the rapture. Just let me ask you something. If Jesus came back today and he blew that trumpet and all the dead in Christ rose... And all us, us who are still left behind here with them, we're going to rise with those that come up out of that grave and we're going to be with Jesus Christ. It said that we shall rise up into the clouds, be with Jesus Christ, and go to heaven for, forever and ever and ever. Are you going to go? Are you going to be in heaven? Are you going to be here on this earth to go through this terrible, terrible tribulation in time that is coming upon this earth. And it is coming. The Bible tells us it is. 
Let me ask you something. If you have never accepted Christ, if you need to come to Christ today, I'm going to ask you if you'd just say this prayer with me. Dear God, I know that I am a sinner. And I'm asking for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sins and that you raised him back to life on that third day. I want to trust in Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. And I receive him from this day forward. Father, I pray you will guide my life and help me to do your will. And I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer, please get into church, get close to God, walk with God, get into his word. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, as I was reading a, a quote from Billy Graham. Billy Graham says, you know, I never met a man who accepted Jesus Christ and regretted it. You'll never, ever regret accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For when you do, you have eternal life. And one day, when your day comes, and it, believe me, it will come, for the Bible says, for it is appointed unto man once to die, then the judgment. We all have an appointment with death. And it says that this death will come as a thief in the night. We don't know when it will come, but it will come. And I'll just ask you, are you ready? Have you accepted Christ? But I want to just say thank you so much if you're out there and you've listened to this. If you do not know God, please receive him into your heart. Get into a church and give your life to him and serve him. You'll never regret it. So again, thank you all for being here. And uh, I'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you all.